0: Welcome to my life. Welcome to all the ups, the downs, the roller coasters, and everything that we're going through here in the Kalush Castle. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys for all the feedback you give me and all the stories you allow me to share. All right. Enjoy. Let me tell you guys something. All right. Today, Big Papa is hot. All right. Uh, hope you guys all enjoyed your weekend, but um, I'm going to just jump right into it. All right uh family all right i only had you know a few things to say about it in the before right but i finally got a response and not finally i wasn't even looking for a response but i got a response out of them and i tell you uh by them i mean my one of my younger sisters want to start a little facebook page which is fine you know more power to you go do what you got to do and then label it as the truth i'm gonna tell you guys something man it's not that i'm bothered by it it's just that even after all that this family has gone through your toxic ass still wants to validate and justify how i feel or how my family felt or how you caused my family to feel that's my issue i don't care what you think and what you perceive you've done all right it's about how the person that's you know no longer with us here took your actions your thoughts your words and um and how they affected that person you know my wife so you know, uh, I didn't watch any of her videos, but one of my buddies, uh, a couple of my buddies sent me a message saying, you know, uh, Hey, <laughs> check out this page. So I checked it out and, uh, saw, you know, 24 videos, 24, one minute videos. Why the fuck wouldn't you just make one video? You know what I mean? Nobody wants to hear your shit one minute at a time. Uh, but whatever, whatever works for you, keep it going. All right, I don't give a shit. Um, but my problem is, you know, you want to, uh, Post a bunch of pictures of my daughter and how how you think, you know, you were such a great aunt and how the family all those pictures are like her, my daughter is you know one, two years old. All right. Show the messages where you sent her happy birthday messages here. Uh show her the message where you reached out other than holidays. Um, you know, show show pictures of you and my wife. Show show pictures of how you feel like you've treated my wife. All right. Show the messages that you guys sent. Um, to my wife or the one that my youngest sister sent and nobody's speaking up on uh, her defense Amanda's defense All right? doesn't matter what you think All right, nothing matters on your end what matters is how you made someone else feel point blank toxic people will always do that shit there's a level of guilt there and that's why I accept it I give zero fucks how you feel and I know you feel some kind of way but you know what doesn't matter you can make a million one minute videos one, not watching a single one. Two, don't give a fuck what you got to say. What's done is done. It's, she's not here with me anymore. And three, it takes a special kind of human being to see something that's, you know, helping out uh, someone grieving, i.e. me, and then be like, oh, whoa, I'm going to go ahead and spit the truth. All right. Go ahead. and Spit your truth. All right. But I'm going to tell you, honesty doesn't got to be justified. All right. Honesty is just honesty. That's what it is. My truth is mine. Yours can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. And on top of that, all right, I never take opinions from people that have never been in my shoes or similar shoes, all right? You want to talk about marriage? You want to talk about child, uh, children? You want to talk about parenting? Be a fucking parent. You want to talk about um, marriage? Be a fucking wife. You want to talk about anything that you think I've ever walked through? Fucking do it, all right? It doesn't work that way. Your opinion means shit, all right? Point blank, period. I never said these broads were horrible fucking aunts and uncles or whatever the case is, all right? I just said that they fucking disregarded my wife. They made her feel some kind of way, and that's what it is, you know? And there's nothing I need to hear that's going to justify because nothing's ever going to take away the fact in my wife's last message to me, my family, along other things, but my family was referenced, all right? That fucking weighed on her. That weighed on her heavily. All right. So there's nothing else out there that's going to fucking change that she felt some kind of way before she took her life. All right. So keep making your videos, please. Uh, Great. You know what? While you're at it, send some screenshots when you're like, yo, congratulations on your son. Send some screenshots when you said something to stand up for Amanda to show how much you actually loved my wife. Please do that. You know, if if you're not willing to do that, you know, I didn't want to put business out there like that because at the end of the day, I'm still private. And you know what? Being private is the best thing in a marriage. Um, I'll tell you where I went wrong. In 2017, me, Amanda, and Ava uh, rode up to Philadelphia for a um, 76ers game. And me and Amanda got into it on the drive up there, all right? Long drive, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, different subjects, whatever the case is. I was done. I was fucking done, all right? Amanda was done, too. We were done. We just had we had a falling out. It was um It was a fight, all right? married people. You understand this. My sister, not married, won't fucking know anything I'm talking about here. So anyway, um, we had a fight, you know, everything isn't always going to be a hundred percent. Everything is not always going to be peachy keen. Got you. Um, so we landed at my mother's place and you know, I was, I was in shutdown mode. Like I told you guys before, I don't argue. I shut down and I just said, you know, I'm done. I'm fucking done my sisters were there and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, everybody wants to talk and, you know, oh, I want to help you guys. Why don't you tell us, you know, what's on in your marriage? We've been married for 30 some fucking years. Got you. You know, I I don't trust people. I don't, even my own fucking family. I don't trust them. I I don't trust a lot of friends. I don't trust a lot of fucking family. I don't trust any fucking family at this point. Um, but that was the worst decision I've ever made, Joe, to fucking air out some laundry in front of them. Because then they're going to be like, oh, I was just standing up for my brother. I was just standing up for my son, you know, trying to take my side. I don't want you to take sides. I'm not fucking talking to you because I want you to make my wife feel even worse. But, you know, that, that's that's where the, the fucking the downhill portion came. And I just I, I never talked about anything negative in front of my family again. You know, there's just there was, you know, we had issues like every fucking married couple does. We had issues afterwards. But, you know, my family wasn't involved and I am OK with that. All right. I saw how they acted the first time. I saw the only time I saw how they acted, and it's just like, it's not fair to Amanda. She doesn't need to be ganged up on. No spouse needs to be ganged up on. If you have a one-on-one dispute with your partner, then it's a one-on-one. You don't need a family of seven or a family of 40 to take sides. It doesn't help anything. At the end of the day, you're not living with that fucking person, like I said before. We ain't doing this Dr. Phil shit, alright? Everybody thinks they got an opinion as far as my family members go. Everybody thinks they got an opinion on this matter. Everybody thinks they want to fucking help. You know what? All they do is cause me anxiety. And that's that's the point blank reason I'm not talking to any of them. That's the reason why I don't fucking read their messages. I don't talk to them. I got two invitations. One to my nephew's uh, birthday slash something. I don't know. I didn't read it all. Um, and then one to my other nephew's uh, baptism. Once again, that... That shit's in the trash, where it belongs, all right? I give nothing. I got nothing for these people, all right? Maybe down the line, but this kind of shit just shows me they're still toxic, you know? there's, I got way too much pride for that shit, all right? I got way... Nah, it's not even pride. I got way too much love for my kids for that shit. What they got is too much pride, too much ego, and I can't take it. If If you see no fault in anything you've done over the course of nine years... If you see no fault in your communication towards a person, if you don't see how you make people feel, man, don't fucking love people the way you think they want to be loved. Love them the way they want to be loved. All right. There's a book called The Five Love Languages. This shit doesn't just apply to relationships. Fucking read it, man. People need love. People aren't perfect. Nobody fucking judges. And you're right. We showed you a little piece of our glass house. We did. All right. And you commented on it. Good for you. All right. On the other end, though, I don't know anything about your glass house. I know you live in a fucking glass house, but I'm not privy to it, nor do I fucking look at it. I don't care. There's a reason why I don't reach out. There's a reason why I've never been around. There's a reason for all of this. And this is why I tried to protect my family from it, but at the same time, I wanted to give my family the stuff I didn't have growing up, right? As far as my family, like like me, my wife, my kids. And you know, biggest mistake, biggest mistake. You trust your gut, trust your gut, because your gut's not gonna lead you wrong. People will always lead you wrong, all right? Family's fucking entitled. Family thinks they deserve an opinion. Family thinks they deserve to be part of something. Man, fuck that. You don't deserve shit. You deserve for what you work for. You work for something, you deserve it. You know, work to be part of this marriage. Work to be a a member of this family. You don't just, you're not just granted that shit because you got the same last name, because we share something, because both of our parents fucked, and then we came out, you know, in the same household. Nah, get out of here, man. Be real. But like I said, man, that's been, that's like nine minutes on that topic. This weekend's been fucking bananas, right? Ava's been sick, um, and dealing with that has been—it's um, been my first, right? My first time having one of the kids sick. Ava had a, a fever, and you know, treated her right away with a Motrin, Tylenol, bath, and uh, you know, she needs my attention. She needs daddy's attention at the same time. I got this—you know—six-month-old that always needs daddy's attention. And, uh, nighttime's been hard, man. I've been fucking finding myself not, I mean, more, more so now over the weekend, not sleeping. Um, just trying to keep them apart. So little man doesn't get sick. He woke up this morning stuffy and, uh, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a balance. It's a, it's a balance on top of that. I got to wake up in the morning, put that uniform on, go to work. Um, it's, I got to find myself breathing a little bit more during these moments. And uh, hopefully we don't have too many more of them. Ava doesn't usually get sick too much, you know, thank God. But when she does, uh, she still has a lot of energy. She doesn't know how to relax. And um, it's fucking nuts. But I had some good conversations over the weekend also. Uh, I met this uh, lady from New Jersey. She reached out on Facebook. And uh, I'm happy she did. We had a good conversation. It's crazy, man, that you... You feel so much love sometimes from complete strangers, but the people you know and people close to you, you feel pain, you know, it just takes that one outsider once in a while or two outsiders or just a handful of outsiders that just have no invested interest really in your life to just talk to you and just be fucking transparent. You know, there's no judgment because you don't know the person on either end and you just talk and then you come up with things, man. You come up with things like it's crazy that we're over here knowing each other intimately, not this me and this person, but the people I know. And then a lot of these people cause pain. Where a complete stranger cause you, feel like, you know what I mean? You put, put a little pep in your step, put some gas in your tank. And uh, that, that's invaluable, uh, especially at this moment right now for me. She has a, a five-year-old daughter, I'm sorry, a five-year-old son and a seven-month-old daughter. And, you know, she's married, uh, husband's at the house, uh, some communication barriers there. But she said, listening to some of these podcasts and um, listening to some different point of view. That's not tr- the traditional route of, you know, talking and listening things through. Helped her communicate with him a little more, asking for a couple more things, but a different kind of way. i tell you right now, ladies and guys, the way you approach somebody with what you want, uh, what I found is, uh, is key, right? Everybody knows communication is um 10 what you say 90 percent how you say it you know whether it's your body language whether it's you know, your eye rolls or whatever the case is um but you can't come at somebody hot and not expect them to give you a hot response there's some people that can give you a not hot response but if you want something you know if you want help you know communicate that and communication isn't just the way you feel like communication should be communication is how the other person is receiving it um i had that issue a lot uh, over the the past few years you know i I thought I was receptive at some times, but it wasn't about the reception that I felt. It wasn't about me receiving it, it was about how she want the it's about how she saw the outcome of the conversation. I can sit there and agree and respond and repeat back to her, but if I didn't take actions on things I was saying, it was the communication was in her mind pointless. And you know, that's that's a fair thing to say. I um I regret not taking action sooner on the things that she wanted you know i i, I don't i live my i live my life to just to appease for the most part but it's just appeasing everything work uh hobbies children and sometimes we neglect the people that are close to us that are going through this life and walking this path with us and i, I found myself doing that well now hindsight's always twenty-twenty. I wish I was better, and I do, and I wish I was better. And some people from the outside looking in, like, nah, Fadi, you did everything you could do. Maybe you could have done a couple things better, but you were a great husband. You were a great person, whatever the case is. From the shoes that I'm standing in, I feel like I could have always done everything better. I take that mentality at work. I take that mentality with my kids. I always try to be better, all right? With my wife, I feel like I was an autopilot, and she deserved me not to be an autopilot, and sometimes it takes a, a swift kick in the ass. All right? I wish I would have got a swift kick in the ass instead of this kind of kick in the ass. But, I mean, if anybody else can get that kick in the ass by listening to this, then I'm um, just try it out. Try it out. It's not going to hurt, man. Like Especially for the guys out there. Uh, you know, date nights were a thing. Ah, Man, I, I regret always arguing about a date night. She always wanted me to plan a date night. But I was always the one you know, out of the house and, you know, always working and always leaving, coming back. My My schedule was packed. And I didn't realize how packed her schedule was. You know, she was a stay-at-home mom, but also a personal trainer. And she had always been moving. You know, she'd always been striving to do something. So I just thought the fact that she was a stay-at-home mom and then just did things along with that, I thought she just had time. Now, me being here with the kids, even though I'm not a stay-at-home, just me being here with the kids all the time, man, it's, just, it's consuming. It's life-consuming. And uh, I, never, I never really got that, and I never really appreciated her for that. And I, that, that, that. It fucks me up um but yeah date nights right she'd always be like you know when are we going when are we planning a date night I'm Like, why the fuck do I always gotta plan a date night I mean, if I do one you do one if I do one you do two you know plan something out tell us tell me where we're going and we'll go you know and that was my stance on it and I thought it was realistic I thought it was fair but you know it was from an entitled point of view on my end I feel like oh man I've been out of the house all day you should be doing this you should be doing something if you're complaining about it all the time take action um there's still, there's a little bit of truth to that, you know, the way I feel still, but at the same time, it's just so stupid. Why the fuck wouldn't I just done it? You know, uh, COVID made everything a lot harder this year too. Uh, our date nights went from, you know, maybe once we used to go all the time, but you know, kids, life, and just in general, man, you get beat down sometimes. Uh, we find date night happening once every two months now, you know, and, uh, I regret not doing like at least every other week. Even if it's not like a a formal date, you know, getting dressed up and going somewhere, just say, hey, look, let's drop the kid off with uh, one of the one of our friends in the neighborhood. And let's just hang out. Let's just hang out. I thought like to me, you know, I was happy just sitting on the couch when the kid went to sleep, when Ava went to sleep and just watching a movie, ordering a pizza, having a drink or whatever the case is. But I know she wanted to be showed off and and I wanted to show her off. And I just did a did a bad job executing that. And then when COVID hit, it was just impossible to do it. we were on lockdown it was just there was no there was no restaurants there was no bars you know there was none of that and uh and on top of that she was pregnant um prior to covid and just you know we were just watching her uh her blood pressure and, and watching her her happiness and her, her comfort and um once again just sound like excuses now and uh I, re- I regret not doing that so fellas if you're out there man make some date nights all right take your lady out do what you gotta do man care show something ladies if you're listening you know do the same thing all right the guys have feelings too guys have emotions if you want a date night plan it out If the motherfucker keeps saying no then you got something to be mad about but at the same time you have the same power he does all right equal opportunity uh households uh equal rights you have the ability to make a phone call now nobody's gonna be like hey look i don't talk to women hang up in in your uh, face when you're trying to make a reservation do what you gotta do man love each other guys and lastly, all right, your past doesn't determine who you are. Your past prepares you for who you are to become. All right, your mentality is is your reality. Fucking, you know, think of it, do it. Let everything go behind you. You can you can hold on to the past all day long, and you know, letting go is hard. Letting go is hard as fuck. I still haven't let go. If I'm being honest with you guys right now, but I know that me looking in the rear view is gonna prevent me from driving forward. Um, I just need to to find uh. There's enough time and enough memories in between the rear view and what I see right now and, and where I'm trying to get to, right? Um, the destination is one thing and the journey is something else. Right now, this journey has uh, has made me feel some kind of way. And uh, this has helped. You know, you guys have helped. I'm telling you, man, the, the amount of messages, the amount of people I don't know talking to me, it's great because I don't know you. I don't know you and it feels okay to talk to you because I don't know you. The people that I do know, it's just like, you know, there's there's a certain intimacy there and it's just i don't know whatever I, yeah i talked about this already but keep doing your thing all right keep swimming don't fucking drown on me all right you get tired take that deep breath in and fucking float i love you all i'm out